I had run into Amanda earlier this week, and we were talking about stuff that uh, kids in our church had done that was pretty amazing, showing what a group she was trying to uh, share with them this morning. And life play, things play out different ways in different circumstances. But I wanted to give credit where credit was due. Last week in an interfaith meeting with an elected public official, there was some discussion over to whom acknowledgement ought be given for an accomplishment in the city uh, regarding public welfare. And the official said, well, it's a well-known adage that in public service, if you really want to get something done, you can't care who gets credit for it. Eventually, that public official did give credit for, at least partial credit, to Interfaith for this accomplishment. So I was pleased about that. The Bhagavad Gita teaches that in releasing attachment to results, one can actually attain supreme peace. And that hanging on to them, we're bound up by everything we do. I think a lot of times it's our disappointments and expectations of how things ought to be that keep us from seeing the real hope that's around us. I've spoken before about a time in which for some months I experienced or perhaps witnessed a balance in my life or a grace that I quickly came to identify as a state in which I think we're all intended to live. Um, It was peaceful and joyful, open and trusting. And of course, all sorts of things are at play in this world that work against us living in that sort of state. Warring with our capacity to remain there But as I've also shared, in my case, it was developing expectations that made the doors close. Even so, I know that it's there, available and positive. Connection and participation with ultimate hope is something that's worthwhile and something if we can foster a way to carry, we can also cultivate in the world around us. In the book, Our Chosen Faith, which has since been retitled A Chosen Faith, uh, former Unitarian Universalist Association president, John Burens wrote, Over the years, I've been disappointed at times, but more often it's been my low expectations of people that have been upset. 
I've seen obstinate atheists develop a sense of transcendence. Conservative pietists develop a social conscience. Cynics begin to pray. And skeptics begin to articulate what they do believe. Above all, through association with our free faith, I have seen people grow unexpectedly in their capacity to love, to feel and respond creatively to both the pain and the grace in human living. In the same book, Freeman Dyson, who's a theoretical physicist and mathematician, famous for his work in quantum physics theory, the field of theory, is quoted saying, I believe that we are here to some purpose, that the purpose has something to do with the future and that it transcends altogether the limits of our present knowledge and understanding. If you like, you can call the transcendent purpose God. If it is God, it's a Sassanian God, inherent in the universe and growing in power and knowledge as the universe unfolds. Our minds are not only expressions of its purpose, but are also contributions to its growth. In a couple of earlier services, I spoke about James Luther Adams' uh, Five Smooth Stones of Liberalism. The fifth of these is that liberalism holds that the resources, the resources, divine and human, that are available for the achievement of meaningful change justifies an attitude of ultimate optimism. The resources are there. In other words, the preeminent Unitarian theologian of the 20th century, and it was not Unitarian Universalist most, well, for more than half of the 20th century, um, maintained that we have the means to accomplish having significant impact, that hope is not unreasonable. This is a doable deal. The changes that we can see in the generations that have come after us and are coming after us the patience we can develop in recognizing that the arc of the universe is long and bends towards justice. The fact that we have each come to this place with greater understanding that we, than we may have had earlier in our own lives. The realization that personal resources to sustain and transform are also available as, and as significant to the purpose, perhaps more so than any external measure. All of these things are clear indicators 
that there's reason for hope. Another Unitarian Universalist theologian, Jane Reeves, who was the head of one of our seminaries uh, at one point, has recently been tra- translating the Bo- one of the Buddhist sutras, the Lotus Sutra. Anyway, he wrote, Far from having nothing to say, religious liberals have to proclaim over and over again against both religious and secular adversaries the good news that the future remains open and the fates are not in control. As co-creators, when we choose to be, we have a great deal of influence. If we have expectations of what exactly that will mean, we may be disappointed. But the effect will exist nonetheless, and the influence will continue to develop as we do. Right now, I'd like to share a song uh, that I began some years ago. It's been frozen in a certain form for quite some time. And then Friday night and Saturday morning, it began to expand. And it seemed to be a little along the lines of what I wanted to talk about today. So it may have found its way to a finish. And it seemed a little relevant. So because of the timing of its arrival, I wanted to share it. I know the reasons for God. 
heart But look into the well You'll only need a friend It's like a kind word on a bad day The touch of a hand when you're slipping away A calm place in the chaos A perfectly beautiful thing A perfectly beautiful thing Why do we work so Adams closes his Five Smooth Stones essay with these words. The affirmative answer of prophetic religion, which may be heard in the very midst of the doom that threatens like thunder, is that history is a struggle, indeed, in dead earnest between justice and injustice, looking towards the ultimate victory in the promise and fulfillment of grace. Anyone who does not enter into the struggle with the affirmation of love and beauty misses the mark and thwarts creation as well as self-creation. Thus, with all the realism and tough-mindedness that can be mustered, the genuine liberal finally can hear and join the Hallelujah Chorus. Intellectual integrity social relevance, amplitude of perspective, and the spirit of true liberation offer no less. End quote. Our optimism is justified. There's reason to hope. This community is one of those reasons. You're all so dear to me. I love serving this church as chaplain. We have the potential always to make deep impact in this community. 
Let us lift up our eyes and spirits and join in the efforts that are ours to make. Humbled by the wonder of life, we have only begun to envision our place and to know the power. So much is unfolding, unfolding just like in the universe. With service as our prayer, let us pray without ceasing. <laughs> 